Hey, what up, everybody? It's your girl, Brandis, and we're back with another episode with the Hoff Podcast, H-O-F-T, the Heart of Thorns podcast, which started off as a blog in November 2020 that is now turned into a podcast where we talk about life, relationships, and growth. Let's do the work together, all right? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. It is 8.36 a.m. Eastern Standard Time over here in Maryland where I live and it is Resurrection Sunday and before I get started into this podcast today I do want to say happy Resurrection Sunday happy Easter weekend to everybody I hope that we're taking time to realize that Jesus is the reason that if it wasn't for Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins and being resurrected I don't know where I would be, y'all. And I'm just grateful for the blood that was shed. And I know if you're not a Christian, this won't pertain to you. Probably won't understand what I'm saying, but that's okay. But I am a believer and I will give God and Jesus Christ the glory and honor and the praise on today of this podcast. But outside of that, today we're going to be talking about filing for divorce and kind of what that process looks like, what led me to that. And how I got through it. And um, it was, at the time, it was an easy process as far as what I had to do when I went and filed. Um, You know, at, at that time, specifically between me and him, we were basically done. You know, I think we had a clear understanding. You know, we made sure our daughter you know, spend time with him. I would, you know, I would still come over and stuff like that. And he could spend time with her because she was very little. Um, but we knew that, you know, we wasn't really going to work out anymore. Um, and I had been separated from him for two years. Um, you know, after, you know, if you've listened to my most previous podcast called Side Chicks and Things, you'll get a glimpse of, you know, what I kind of went through with that. And after a while, I didn't feel safe at my own home. Like when you have people popping up at your house and banging on doors and trying to fight you, I mean, that is unsafe. And if somebody is not in a position to where they want to stop, that situation or they keep allowing you to be put in that situation then you know it's time to roll you know amongst some other things and I won't go into detail about but I started to feel unsafe you know I, I didn't feel like this was my home you know I had picked this house like all of that but this wasn't really a home it, it was it was cold it was lonely there was no trust um you know, there was now a baby, you know, that was outside of the marriage. That was a lot to deal with, um, a, a whole lot to deal with. Um, and, you know, I had a conversation with God um, because I constantly kept getting these prophecies. Now, if anybody is a believer in Christ and you know anything about, you know, Baptist churches or, you know, more so the the black churches, we understand a lot of prophecy and things like that. And I kept getting these words from people, even people I didn't know that would say, oh, God's going to work your marriage out. You know, um, you know, there's going to be a, a shift in your marriage. It's, it's going to be OK. You know what I'm saying? And I was separated for two years and I never saw a better change. I always saw more drama, more problems, more calls, more, more issues. It didn't get any better. It just got worse. And one day I had a talk with God and God spoke to me and he was saying that, yes, that those things could be possible. However, I gave you guys free will. 
And you both have to want to work your marriage out. You know what I'm saying? I was all for it because who gets married to get a divorce? But he he wasn't for it. He he didn't really want to continue. We was going to counseling. He only went to counseling because I was going. He wanted to support me, but he didn't really want it for himself. So I was fighting for the marriage by myself. And that's not good. It takes two people to fight for something, especially something y'all built together or were supposed to build together. So, um, when God told me you, you have to want it, it has, it has, you know, it has to be from free, from your free will that you, you know, bend to my will and bend to my voice and come together. Um, I felt released to file for divorce. Uh, I don't know what, what's been told or what's been said on the other end, but I'm the one who filed. I'm the one who went down to the courthouse and got all the stuff situated. And I'm the one who put it in that petition, you know, for a divorce because I was fed up, you know, um, I was done. I was just, done. I knew I deserved better. I deserved more. I've been through a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, um, in the marriage. And I just was like, this is not what God intended for me. You know, if if I'm gonna be married to somebody, like we need to learn how to work through things. We need to learn how to be a team. And I mean, he just wasn't there, you know, he just wasn't there. Um, and he admitted that. So yeah, I said, it's fine. You know, after a while we was like, all right, you know, it was just about our daughter and keep it like that. And that's it. Um, so in the midst of filing for divorce, um, in the little different court sessions we had, um, there was a situation where my daughter was turning one and she's having her birthday party. Now our kids are the same age, you know, hence the different women and a baby being born outside the marriage. Um, and I tried to involve, you know, the child into her birthday party as well as, you know, the other child, which is you know, cool. I mean, in the beginning, I had bought like shirts and stuff for everybody. And when I look back, I'm like, I shouldn't have did this because I wasn't ready. I wasn't emotionally ready to jump into this and have my family jump into this. And they didn't have a clue. Like nobody knew we were getting a divorce. Nobody knew that there was another baby. Like nobody knew any of that. And I was just trying to I was trying to please him for real. Like I was trying to make everything okay for everybody, but I didn't think about how I was going to feel. So, you know, the situation turned into where he was like, Oh, he's not going to be able to come because he doesn't feel well. And I'm like, dad, you know what? That's actually working out for my good because I did not think as somebody's wife legally right now, like we're not together, but we're still legally married. I did not think about how I was going to feel um with the other child there and like it's nothing it's nothing wrong with the child it's not the child's fault you know what I'm saying it's it's not me taking anything out on the innocent child but it's a reminder you know what I'm saying it it was still I was still going through the pain of the situation and I didn't think about how that was going to affect my parents I didn't think about how that was going to affect my family members that would be there that would take so much away from my daughter's birthday party because now everybody will be bombarding me with questions about why there's another child that's the same age as my child and what like he did what to you you know what I'm saying like you got you guys get a divorce like what like nobody knew you know what I'm saying? Nobody knew what was going on. And that would have 
took away so much from my daughter's birthday party and it would have probably had me in tears because I was still hurt you know any woman like I don't care you know people say oh well you should be mature to handle it but guess what this is my daughter's birthday party I'm paying for it they haven't paid a dime for anything this is what I'm doing this is my family like so you should respect how I feel. I mean, if you go have a a child on your wife, like that's going that's hurtful. That's one of the most hurtful things you could do to somebody you vowed to not, you know, um, cheat on and vowed to hold sacred and spend the rest of your life with. And then on top of that, the woman, the mother of the child, had a lot of problems with me because I was the wife. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, it was too much. You know, there was going to be pictures taken. I ain't have time for nobody going off and blowing up my phone still because that was the issues we were having. So, you know, I told him that. And I was in a, I was honest. I said, you know, because things turned back around where he was like, well, he's going to come anyway. So I said, to be honest, I do not feel comfortable. I just I don't feel comfortable right now with, you know, that taking place. You know, it's been a lot of stuff that's transpired and I don't I don't feel comfortable with that at the moment. Um, and that turned into a bigger situation, you know, where there was domestic violence at my house. You know, him coming here and banging on the doors and scaring my mom half to death. My daughter was here like he was upset. You know what I'm saying? But he, he did it the wrong way. You shouldn't come to somebody's house and do things like that. Okay, to scare people and you're trying to seem like you're trying to break in the house, you're cussing my mother out. Like, you don't do it that way. Like, I can see you being upset maybe because you don't understand and this and that, but you don't come to somebody's house and act a fool. Okay, so the police were called. We ended up going to court for a restraining order um, that like lasted for about three months because the thing is, when people react like that, you don't know what people are capable of. Like I, my whole trust factor. I mean, we already didn't have trust in the marriage. Now I'm like, I don't know if I trust you, you know, in general, because you coming over here acting like that. Like what you going to do next? Like pop up at my job or pop up, you know, at the house again. And what are you going to do? You threatening me? You know what I'm saying? It was, it was high emotions. Like, thank God we're not there anymore, but could God, like that situation right there after hearing a 911 call, cause I had to present that stuff at court. Like, like for evidence like it shook me it really shook me and I was concerned about me and my daughter's safety so I did what I thought was best you know um thank God that that's no longer an issue you know we both moved on and we gotten past those high emotions and when we get emotional like that this is why you have to stop and think about what you're doing you know, in the situation, even like what I was in with the other women and, and being harassed by one of them, like I could have gone crazy. I could have been one of them, the women that pop up at your house and shoot you, you know what I'm saying? Or try to stab you or try to hurt you or harm you. You know, you don't know what people are truly capable of these days. You have got to be careful. You have got to be wise about your decisions and your choices about what you do. So that was another, you know, another heart factor you know of, of the divorce process because now it, there's a strain on a divorce there's a there's drama there's conflict you know we're not talking you know what I'm saying he's obviously pissed off at me because my mother called the police but I'm like hey you know you don't do that at somebody's house like my dad was mad like I mean you don't you don't come and threaten people and say wild stuff you don't do that you know what I'm saying so I, my mom had every right to do that now their fa his family didn't think so but I'm telling you like if I were to do that 
to his grandmother or something like that, they have the right to call the police on me because I'm disturbing the peace. You know what I'm saying over there, and that's that's domestic violence. So um, we that we had every right to do what we did. I don't care what nobody says. It's done. Um, so. I think that was a big lesson. I think he learned not to do that again. <laughs> I know that, like, don't don't come here with that mess now. We ain't ghetto. We don't be doing all of that. After all the stuff I done been through, we have still treated you the same. So, like, nah, you you didn't cross the line. <laughs> so, um, that that made the divorce a lot harder because now we really weren't talking. You know, um, we weren't we weren't seeing eye to eye. It was. It was hard to be around him, you know what I'm saying, even going to these sessions and stuff like that. Um, but when it finally happened, I was happy. Yo. Like I was I think we took a trip. Me and my friend took a trip to Chesapeake Beach. We went out there. I was celebrating because I was like, I'm done. Like this is this is not healthy. And I'm so glad to be out of it. Um and I didn't want my daughter growing up seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of things wrong and um I think it, we just wasn't healthy for each other. Like, we, we wanted different things. We didn't believe in the same thing. Like, you got to be with somebody that you trust. You got to be with somebody that you guys agree. Like, the Bible says, how can two come together unless they be agreed? We weren't agreed. We weren't really, truly agreed because his faith changed. Like, even in the marriage, he no longer believed in Jesus. He no longer believed in God. He had some whole type of thing where he, he I guess he thought he is a God and all this stuff like this. So I, I don't know what that's about. I ain't trying to judge, but I'm just like look that ain't that ain't what i'm standing on. i'm standing on the word of god so that we already got a we already got a spiritual battle going on you know what i'm saying so um so yeah we got a divorce i was happy um i was able to see things from i guess hindsight like being out of it and being away from it i was able to see how much trouble i really was in like how toxic that situation really was um and just how unhappy i was just unhappy for real like you know, we didn't we didn't spend time together. He was always working, you know, then there was other women when he was supposed to be working. He was dealing with them. You know, I wasn't happy and I, I didn't get what I deserved. Like as a wife, I mean, I have been the perfect wife. I was definitely very young, got married at 22. I I deserved a lot more. I deserved a whole lot more than that, especially in a marriage. Like I could have stayed single for all of this drama. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could have stayed single for that. Um, but I did it. Um, and I, I felt empowered after the divorce. I felt like I could breathe again. I felt happy and content. I learned how to be content with my life. I learned how to how to really just focus on me and kind of relearn me because now I'm a, I'm a whole nother person. I'm a whole nother being because all the experiences I have. Now I got to take all the negative experiences I've had and learn from them, but make them make me better like not not allow not to allow them I'm sorry to make me worse or make me bitter but make me better because I should still be happy I shouldn't be mad at all the black guys out here thinking that they're all the same I shouldn't be treating people differently or have an attitude all the time because I've been hurt like I need to work and heal and so I started going to therapy you know, especially after the situation with my daughter dying and coming back after being born and all the traumatic things she went through for two months fighting for her life. I had to go through therapy for that. Um, and then, you know, for me dealing with the toxic marriage that I was in, because it had a lot of effects on me. Um, 
and just trying to really find myself. And that's just, this is why it's so important for you to really become whole, for you to really become one with yourself um, and, and take that time to heal, especially when you come in, come out of a broken situation, relationship, or even before you start dating, you want to spend that time with yourself um, where you really truly get to know you and you know what you want, you know what you don't want, you have your boundaries, you know, you set your standards and you make that a fact that the next time you go into something is you're going to go into it with your eyes wide open and not your eyes half shut. Um, so, you know, it was um, it could have been an easier process if probably that little part of the story with the banging on my door or kicking the door in and all that stuff didn't happen um because i mean so far we were cool like we would talk to each other like hey you here yet you parked yet you know what i'm saying it was cool but that kind of threw a big old monkey wrench wrench into the situation so um but it can be done like it, it sucks to do it you know, nobody wants to get divorced when you get married but sometimes that's the only choice you have you know um when you realize you deserve more you realize you deserve better and that's why i don't understand why women stay in relationships where they're not being treated right they're not getting what they deserve um, because they think maybe if I do more if I change myself if I do better maybe they'll be happy maybe it'll be enough maybe they'll change and that's just not the fact like that person has to be content with themselves and they have to truly love you for you um, if somebody doesn't really love you for you then they'll love everything else <laughs> you know what I'm saying so um, but I'm glad that we we went through those times I'm glad that you know, we, we, we sep we, you know, we divorced, we separated, we finalized everything because now we could just focus on our daughter. Um, now we don't have the conflict and the drama because we're done with that part of our relationship. Now we're just co-parents and it is so good. Like it's peaceful. We don't have any problems, you know, and I work with him, you know, whatever, whatever he needs. If he needs me to drop her off, pick her up. Like, I'm like, sure. Like, there shouldn't be no fight between us. Like, he's moved on. I've moved on. Like, you guys enjoy her when she's with you. I'm going to enjoy her. My boyfriend's going to enjoy her when she's with us. Like, we, we're at a peaceful place. And, you know, I had a little chat conversation with him yesterday through text. And I just told him, like, man, thank you so much for blessing me with her. Like, I mean, we may not have worked out and not have been the best people for each other. But, like, thank you so much because I wouldn't trade my daughter for the world. Like, and I had to have her with him. You know what I'm saying? Even though our relationship wasn't pretty, you know. I wouldn't, I, I don't regret having her with him because she is who she is because of both of us. So um, that's my story of filing for divorce. If you're out there struggling and going through a tough marriage and you're considering filing for divorce because you're just done and it's not going anywhere, you can do it. It doesn't have to be a tough process. It doesn't have to be a chaotic process. It can be peaceful if you guys make it that way, if, if you start off with that energy of peace um and um it could it could be done it'll be done and when it happens you'll feel free you know you'll you'll feel content again you'll learn how to love again you'll learn how to piece your life back together again 
and god will be with you so i love you guys thank you so much for tuning in i hope you guys have a great day and check back on the 10th for my next podcast it's going to be talk about welcome to single motherhood and and the whole challenge of going from a married woman to a single divorced woman and how i had to deal with majority of being the main caretaker of my child and just all the things we go through as as single mothers so stay tuned for that hope you guys have a great day and happy easter weekend happy resurrection sunday lord god we love you all right